0: Howdy ho, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another show put on for you by the Russian sisters.
1: Howdy. How have you been? Good. Just continuing the same old, same old. We're in July now. What?
0: <laughs> we are in July mm-hmm. now, and we've had a bunch of birthdays to celebrate.
1: Yeah, Buddies is coming up.
0: Yes. Yes. And our fathers mm-hmm. and our nieces. Yeah. And many. Well, just one niece. Our niece. Oh, apostrophe like apostrophe S. S? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> and then many others of you who happen to be born in the month of July. Yeah. Happy birthday. Have a birthday. Alexandra and I were just watching out the window at a <laughs> summer <laughs> yeah. rain. It's not even a rain shower. And it's most glorious because. Well, it's sunny. Well, yes, it's like dark on one side of the lawn, sunny <laughs> yeah. on the other side of the lawn. And then there's this rain cloud that's just like over part of the lawn. And as she and I are looking out the window, we can see this part of the lawn is not rainy. This part of the <laughs> yeah. lawn is not rainy, but this part is rainy. Yeah, it happens to be the part of my lawn that's dying. So I'm I'm okay with that. Yes, it's like it was really meant to be. It's like that Peanuts character with the cloud over his head. Oh, which
1: character is that?
0: Or is that just like a thing?
1: No, I think that's just a thing. I feel like, are you thinking
0: of, um, it's dirt. Not, <laughs> is that that the, dirt kid. Not the kid who just oh. has the dusty dust. but Isn't uh. there like something with a kid with just like a rain cloud over his head and it just rains on him?
1: I think we should move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a really cool thing to watch for a minute. So that's how we're doing because. I am not doing awesome. I wish I was. I mean, my summer's going okay, but it's going great, actually. Like we have mentioned, there's travels and pool time and relaxation. But I have to tell you guys, the other day I was in my car and I was driving from point A to point B and I was driving down the road and I wasn't like super distracted. I got a text from a friend asking me to be a part of a thing And I wasn't texting back and then the person called, but right before the person called, I saw two squirrels leap out in the road from the divider and they ran right in front of me. And usually when squirrels do that, I have an opportunity to say, Hey squirrels, don't do that. And then they usually dart back from whence they came. But since there were two of them and one seemed to be chasing the other, I think I hit the second one because I heard a slight thuddy thud. Oh, no. And then I looked through my rearview mirror to see if I, like, squashed him if he was on the road. And what I saw was this squirrel doing flips in the air. Like, he was flipping in the air. And, like, I looked and traumatized myself that bad. I know. And then my friend who had texted called right away and was like, Hey, you're on speakerphone. And I was like, okay, but I just hit a squirrel. And I said, the little fucker just ran right out in front of me. And she's like, and also with me is Dr. So-and-so who's also part of this thing. I want you to be a part of. And I was like, that's so not awesome. I am so sorry that I just aired out that I killed a squirrel and then called him a little fucker on speakerphone. (laughs) Well, one, how are you? Well, so I got off the phone with them and all went well. I still get to be well, a part of the thing. And one then, of my questions was, yeah, are you uninvited? No, well, I thought, well, and then to make matters worse, this person who is also on the phone happens to be like a boss of someone else we know who works for the same institution. So I was like, oh my God, I'm just <laughs> making things really awful. Like I'm not representing myself well, but no, they still wanted me to be a part of this thing. And I was like, that's cool. And then I went into the store where I was headed to make my return. And then before I went to another store, I decided to trace my steps back to see if, there was the damage on the Mm -hmm. road. For some reason, I was like, I just want to check because I saw him do these flippity-flips in the air. And I was like, oh, boy. And so I drove back the one way and then did a U-turn and I retraced my steps back the road to the scene of the crime Uh, and I could not find him. I didn't see him. So I thought, well, maybe I'm hoping he didn't then bounce off another car and then like off to the place. I couldn't see him. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, maybe I just stunned the hell out of him and he's actually going to be okay. And he like ran the rest of the way across the road and he's fine somewhere or he made it across the road and wasn't fine after what happened with my two ton vehicle that's hard when you don't know for sure i know do you break for animals normally like I they do. say don't i know i do i most certainly do and people yeah. say it's so dangerous because they're like they're squirrels and bunnies and whatever or deer like you're not supposed to break for them because mm-hmm. depending on the traffic you like could really do some damage you could You could cause an accident for other people and uh, all sorts of things could happen. So generally the rule is you don't break for animals. And I think I need to get one of those bumper stickers that I will never put on my car, but at least have one that says I break for animals. Well, that's a lot that happened
1: all in that one scenario and that's a lot to take in and I'm really sorry you went through that I don't really have closure I don't know what happened to the little dude I had that happen with a rattlesnake that was Mm -hmm. in someone's driveway in my neighborhood sunning last summer this guy like stopped because he was with his kids and I was with buddy and then the owner of the house actually happened to come out and she needed to go somewhere but where her car was going to drive was going to be right on the rattlesnake and I was like I can't watch I can't know I didn't get closure I don't want to know, not like snakes are my favorite, but I still am not for like running over them.
0: Especially rattlesnakes. Yeah. Like we have a lot of them out here and they're kind of dangerous, but yeah, I wouldn't want to see one get run over.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry you went through that.
0: Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Like it was just weird because I haven't hit an animal like that and there are, I've had tons cross my pads in all the years that I have been driving, mm-hmm. but I haven't hit a squirrel since I was a teenager, like newly licensed oh, teenager. Yeah. And that was very traumatic for me. I mean, I still remember where. I was in the town and the Mm -hmm. road that I was driving on, and it was very traumatic. That is. Here I am, 30 years later, (laughs) and it happened again. And I'm like, ah, it was just a really crazy thing. That is. And then, not again, not knowing what
1: happened to it or if it's okay. I wonder if you just stunned it. I feel like that would be my guess.
0: That's what I'm gonna. I mean, he was very acrobatic. He had, are you sure
1: it wasn't just his
0: tail flopping that you saw? No, I saw him. Like, like, yeah, he got like ticked off my, like, he was he got, like, he got bounced off my tire and then flew into the road. And then he was like a flying squirrel. Like matrix style? Yes, totally matrix style, <laughs> which is why I'm like, he's out there somewhere. Red pill or blue pill? I don't know. Red pill, or blue pill. Yeah. He took the purple one and got hit by a car. Yeah, well, then survived. That was his superpower. Yes. So I guess, like, being that these squirrels, like, that one. Tragically, I don't even know what happened to him. Like we've talked about other critters. Yeah, our last episode was all about. We ended on critter note. We did, but so you have talked about like when creatures cross your path, Mm -hmm. this is their meaning. Yes. Well, I know it can be annoying
1: sometimes because I do this to my coworkers, and I have said before, like, "Oh, we got to find the meaning of a gnat," and nothing I've ever found has been negative. There was the magpie. That one can be a little bit more ominous, but not
0: really. I think Coloradans don't like them.
1: There's always like one One actually was hanging out on Sean's grave once. And so I was like, oh, I got to look this up. Because when they're right in my vicinity, I look them up. But I did look up a squirrel what was because a of your story. Well, I don't have that one pulled up. So you'll have okay. to give, we'll you'll come have come to back give to me a, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> okay. Squirrels. Renewal. Adaptability, change, spirit, playfulness, resourcefulness, connection with earth and sky energies, gratitude, foresight.
0: Okay. Repeat it.
1: Renewal, adaptability, change, spirit, playfulness, resourcefulness, connection with earth and sky energies, gratitude, and foresight.
0: Mm, I'm digging that a lot. There are a lot of things in there I connected with, just with what is going on in life right now. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, and the fact that the change is in there at our mother's pool, where I like to hang out in the summer, there are a lot of dragonflies. And is mm-hmm. that not also, is it change? or are they often Change, transformation, adaptability, and self-realization. Dragonflies?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of them there. Self-realization. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, too.
1: Yeah. Recently, so, I had like a robin bird. I always want to say bird? like robin red breast. Yes. Because I don't know. Like a, a bird that is a robin? Yeah, red breast. I get them in my yard, but one flew right in front of me over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that too. Let's see how many bird bird references Anna can make as I talk about this. Keep going, keep I going. Am- hello Hitchcock, hello. <laughs> 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 um, but it flew right in front of me. So I'll see stuff all over my neighborhood. My neighborhood backs up to some open space and some private land that has not been sold yet for development. Thank goodness. But when it's like directly in front of me or right around me, then I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that was, they symbolize the renewal of energy or situation. And I was like, okay, so I've had multiple things I've had. Butterflies go right in front of my face. There was two times that happened. This robin went right in front of me, and then I had someone come and work on my sprinklers. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there, and he's like digging out because some really smart people poured patio over a live sprinkler head. And finally, that's fixed. And I look up, and there's a praying mantis. Oh, and I had one last year when I was digging up the garbage. shocking that was
0: dug in your she wasn't just digging through garbage no no
1: that's right yeah the people before you know we can go back to that episode but yes so there was a praying mantis that just hung out I mean it was a big one and it hung out this one was a little one so I looked up the butterflies because I was thinking about your squirrels transformation and
0: hope yep makes sense
1: The thing about the praying mantis, I'll say, is just a couple hours before I saw the praying mantis, I found out that a position I took for a job that I was really excited about, it turns out they can't offer the kind of hours they initially thought that they could. a bummer. Yes. Doing the job that I thought that I would be doing. And so I can still have a job with them. It's just that the work that I thought I would be doing is different so this guy's like sitting there and then this praying mantis. And I was like, oh, okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. Symbol of stillness. Oh. They are considered an ambassador from the animal kingdom, giving mm-hmm. testimony to the benefits of meditation and calming our minds. Mm. An appearance from the mantis is a message to be still, go within, meditate, get quiet, and reach a place of calm. Oh. And I was like... Oh, because I immediately started having anxiety like, oh, this was not the plan. This was not what I intended. This worked out really nicely for me. And then this happens. And so I started getting into that mode of like,
0: I have to control it. Like, what am I going to do? And then the universe presented this being for you.
1: Well, I think so. I get into that corny stuff, but.
0: I don't know why you call it corny. Well,
1: you know, I'm sure at some point someone's like, please stop looking up everything to like my colleagues did that when it was a. A hornet, that's what it was. No, it was a wasp. I know there's a difference between all of them, but they were like, really? We just want the wasp out of our office. And I was like, I know, but hold on.
0: <laughs> I have to tell you about it. Let me, let well, me tell I'm you glad me. you looked up and read about the butterfly because you have a resident butterfly and he or she is beautiful. And it's this big yellow butterfly. Uh-huh, the yellow one. And I left here the other day and it flew right in front of me. And I was like, well, hello there. It was yeah. really cool. That's the yellow one. It's a brighter yellow
1: than the... What's the classic butterfly? Like a monarch butterfly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. This one's like a no, brighter it's yellow. Huge yeah. And it, yeah. Big and yellow. Mm-hmm. And Thanks. I've seen it not just, I think it was here at my house and then like in the open space by my house.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, you can always read symbols of things like that. I think it's very interesting. And I actually have this book of auspiciousness that someone gave me one day. And I was going through and reading about things that are auspicious. And that also means that bring you good luck. And did you know that tripping upstairs could be good luck? Tripping upstairs?
1: Yes. I feel like I heard that one time, but I'm gonna, does it matter who you're with? Like if you're with someone, does no. it mean there's good luck with that
0: person? No, I'm remind me, write this down. I'm going to bring in my book of auspicious things um, okay. in and we will look through it. Tripping upstairs while you're talking, I'm going to look up Yeah, and guys and out tri- there, this isn't like the, you know, in our Russian culture when I was in Russia and I, a bird pooped on me and they're like, <laughs> it means good luck. And I'm like, mm. are you saying that just to make me feel better because I got pooped on by a bird? And they're like, no, it's good luck when a bird poops on you. It's like they say, it's that good happened luck to when me. it rains on your wedding day. It happened to me twice in,
1: was it Malaysia? I had a bird. Two days in a row, same place, a bird
0: pooped on my shoulder. Was it the same bird? <laughs> Probably. Was it a little bluebird <gasps> on your shoulder? I
1: Clearly, I wasn't paying attention to the symbolism of that. Uh, magpies, just real fast, are intelligence and wit. I
0: thought they were supposed
1: to Due be to really- their shrewd nature, mm-hmm. they're also known to be symbolized to see opportunism and illusion. Yeah. But it can be intelligence and wit.
0: Don't people say that about like crows or ravens too?
1: I think so. Yeah. They're super intelligent. Yes. Yeah. Remember your student who had a a crow?
0: Yes. Do you guys remember? (laughs) that? one of my students. This crow followed her to school one day. School Mm -hmm. one day. School one day. And then it stayed and people called it Poe. And then some kids were mean and tried to like hurt it. But Mm. during testing, I don't know if you remember this, but during state testing and March or April, whenever we did that in April, I was in my testing room on the second floor by a window, and he was just out there cawing in the tree.
1: That's funny. Mm-hmm.
0: It was very cool. I do have to tell you, not all is yucky today I mean I was feeling a little sour because of the squirrel thing and you know I, I don't like taking life unless it's a spider because I did talk about that last week I was like oh there's a spider in my house and it doesn't belong here and mm. I had no problem removing him from yeah. my establishment but I am kind of really excited for us we do have something to celebrate No, that wasn't a pause for like effect. No, I'm
1: pausing because I'm trying to, I'm going through the Rolodex of like, what are we celebrating?
0: Y'all congratulations to us. Happy birthday. We just did 50 episodes. Oh yes, we did. Happy podcasting. Yeah. I think that is really something to celebrate. I know we took a good long break in there for a little while, but I think it's really cool that we are forging ahead and 50 episodes yeah, let's keep going. So I think it's pretty neat and special because our parents, in a few months, will be celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary, mm-hmm. and then our father, next year, will be celebrating 50 years in the priesthood, and mm-hmm. so 50, it must be a good number this year, probably a good luck number. Yeah. Maybe I should go up the hill <laughs> and put some money down on 50 somewhere, Yeah, wherever that exists. Um, red or black, red or black. I <laughs> Russian roulette
1: appropriate.
0: Oh, no. No one wants to play Russian Not roulette. Russian roulette. <laughs> no one wants to play Russian roulette. That's a very dangerous game. The Russian sisters playing roulette. No. I, I, okay. There were some words. Oh, I see. Yeah.
1: Now I, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, Anna. No, I don't.
0: No. The Russian sisters playing roulette. Yeah. Y'all. I am blushing because my words got jumbled there. And I said things, no. <laughs> Alexandra's like shaking her head like, very fervently. Uh, like, no. Not with my history, no. <laughs> no let's not do that. No. <laughs> the Russian sisters are going to go play roulette and put some um, money on 50. Anyway, being that it is our 50th episode and 50 is a, a good number this year, did you guys know, I'm sure you did, that the thing... That you give people on their fiftieth anniversary is gold. Yes. Okay. Well, I know you knew that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I had I wanted to look up like what do people give people on their fiftieth anniversary? Mm-hmm. So one, there's some ideas I'm giving you if you want to, you know, gift me oh. anything for our fiftieth anniversary episode. Oh, I did not gift you something. I suppose I should. That's well, not
1: my love language. I know it's yours. Your I think your love is lo- yours. Mine is quality time. You do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It like goes back and forth between acts of service. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Like if people just given my situation, just help out. But usually it's quality time. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Well, that's a good one.
1: Gifts. I know I should have gotten you something. Well, for maybe our, our- there's an
0: idea in here and you're like, oh, I'll get that for you for our 50th episode. Okay. I didn't get you anything either. Yet. (laughs) But after seeing this stuff, I might, you know, one of the things I found really interesting is how many of these things are tied to alcohol. Oh gosh. (laughs) Like when you're with someone for so long that doesn't really work when one or both partners don't drink, but here (laughs) you guys, here's some gift ideas anyway. Okay. This is from some site and I'm sure we'll link it in the show notes. Okay. So the first thing was a frame. Like a gold frame? Not necessarily gold. It was just like a frame, a frame that you can put a picture of the two of you Oh, I can do that for you,
1: hands down. I think I have some extra ones somewhere. <laughs> just kidding.
0: Idea number two, a sundial. Yeah, I don't know if that was like, let's mark the time. Huh. Um, idea number three, that you could probably put a picture inside if you get the right one and shop from the right store, mm. a snow globe. For your 50th wedding anniversary? Yeah, that's a frame, a sundial, and a snow globe so far. This website. We do
1: have a Santa Claus store here locally. I could get you a snow globe.
0: Well, this one had like a gold base and then like a (laughs) picture on the inside with like. Why are you not really like like
1: a gold person?
0: I don't know what I am. (laughs) All right. The next one a personalized maple leaf oak serving tray. So you could like. From
1: what year is this list?
0: I was on the schmoogle, okay?
1: But sure, but like did they develop this in 1980?
0: I think it was 2022, like Mm. copyright 2022.
1: I think they sometimes do that to make it seem like it's current. Okay,
0: so sorry, a maple leaf serving tray. And I just Googled like what are some 50th anniversary gifts and not only do several of them have to do with alcohol, but they also seem to be really geared toward her, not so much him.
1: Because well, so far,
0: a I mean, oaks no are offense
1: to anyone who's gotten a snow globe for their partner after 50 years of marriage. But so far, this list seems slightly tacky.
0: OK, the next one is tacky. <laughs> Mrs. Always write: Fun Golden 50th Anniversary Travel Mug.
1: Oh my God. What is this? Is this from the flea market? Where did you? Oh my gosh. Is this someone? It's QVC. That's what this is. QVC. She got this from (laughs) QVC.com.
0: If I'm with someone for 50 years, please don't get me a travel mug. Please don't. Is it? Sorry. Say whose travel mug is it? Mrs. Always Right Fun Golden 50th Anniversary Travel Mug. Oh, now I get it.
1: Because at first I was going to be like, does it have a picture of someone else on it? Like (laughs) like you get one with Julia Child on it. (laughs) There you go. Mrs. Always Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's more like a second year, not a 50 year. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Next. A Keepsake 50th Gold Wedding Anniversary Ornament.
1: In my head, I'm like, ornament or brooch, they're kind of the same thing, (laughs) just
0: I don't know I a lapel pin so I wasn't that, this is why I wrote these down because I they were so ridiculous I, like, I don't even know what to say about this okay next gift next gift idea an only you yellow rose bouquet for your okay. 50th wedding anniversary because you know gold gold, yellow, gold.
1: Mm-hmm. okay yeah okay I mean you could dry that out and you could you know do something with the dried flowers I met someone once who did stuff with dried flowers
0: yeah, you could do that. Now, granted, when people have fifty years together, they are most likely in their upper sixties, seventies. Well, 90s. yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you got married yeah. really young. <laughs> okay, next gift: Italian duo wine gift box. So, so you get- just the gift box. <laughs> you don't get the wine. You're be- like, here's a gift box. <laughs> really you have to go buy your own wine. Personalize that. Italian do a wine gift box. Okay. I think this one comes with wine, maybe one some red, one white. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be thoughtful. Mm. Again, for the drinker. This one I thought was kind of cool. Birthstone family tree sculpture. So it was like oh, this. Oh, that yeah, it was I could like a tree. Yeah, it was really cool. That I could get on board
1: with. Actually, that's a good idea for our parents.
0: Yes, Shh. I have. I have to for those of you away. who know our parents. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tuck this one away because it's like this t- a tree. <laughs> 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 thanks for the description you guys it's like you know a tree not a real one but a sculpture like a little metal sculpture and then it has spots for like names from the family and then their birthstone so you could be like alexandra and then put diamond yeah probably not a real one <laughs> And then, <laughs>
1: cubic zirconia uh-huh. for happy 50th come on you. it's 50 yeah, All right, you get uh-huh. some cz there and then <laughs> i have an idea for this i like this i'm gonna tuck that one i have yes. i have a cool idea okay yeah no all right I really that
0: one i that's like
1: the closest one I, I could get to being on board with
0: well everything else i thought was trash until i saw that and i was like oh that's actually a really good idea i like it i'm tucking it away the next one, also back to not so cool, anniversary memento engraved crystal chiller and ice bucket.
1: Hmm. Now, we were, I was This is to, all for, I'm like, mm-hmm. you've been through half a century, married for half a century. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much happens in half a century? Yes. Here's a wine bucket.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In 1972, they didn't have cell phones. <laughs>
1: Or cars. Or electric. They didn't have electric cars. They did not have electric cars. But it's just interesting how I'm like, the appreciation for that time and like sticking, because you know it's not just roses and meadows, right? Like obviously marriages can be hard and growing together and figuring life out together
0: I know. So, right. yeah, what do you get a couple? Here's a duo symbolize? wine box. Go get your own yeah. wine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just the gift box. Just maybe, the box. Maybe we put your names on it. Maybe we didn't. Okay, so, yeah, chiller and ice bucket. That's kind of bleh. A piece of jewelry, again, for her, not for him. Circle necklace in 14K yellow gold. Mm. Next one was on the day you were married, personalized anniversary print, which was like one of those fun things that I can see doing, like on this day in 1972, blah, 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 like they do for your birthdays and stuff. Mm. I think we did that
1: one year. We did that. For the year our dad was born, I think, for his birthday.
0: Well, and I know we probably, have, I think we've gotten everyone one of those cards at some point in there <laughs> throughout the years. We're but really I original. Do you remember when they had their 30th wedding anniversary, we threw them a big party and a yeah. lot of people came into town and we were big into throwing parties and making CDs for everyone, mixed CDs. <laughs> remember those? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so for their 30th anniversary, mm-hmm. well, I listen to CDs still. Um, but for their 30th anniversary, we made this mixed CD of like all the big hits in 1972. Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, that I thought was very cool. Maybe we'll make them another CD. <laughs>
1: Just I'll kidding. put Anna on that one. Yeah,
0: no, you're really good at that. Okay, next one, personalized whiskey making kit. Again, after 50 years, maybe you need to start learning how to make your own whiskey. Well, to and get through.
1: It, when you were doing like the jewelry and some of the Ice bucket. That's what I thought. Like for the guy, just give him something related to whiskey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I guess. I don't know. And then the the last thing was another jewelry piece for her: a crystal pearl bangle bracelet and blah blah blah. Like whatever. I did. I didn't find all that very fascinating. And then I didn't look at any other sites. I was like, "Mm, that's enough for me. And then we'll just have to put our heads together to. Think about what we want to do for their anniversary. But if there was anything in there that struck your fancy that you're like, oh, no, we've had 50 episodes together. Yeah. We want to get you a pearl bangle.
1: Apparently, I'm I'm really hooked on this wine gift box.
0: Oh, I don't need one of those. <laughs> I appreciate
1: that. What on. about a wine gift bag?
0: You know, yes, we can always <laughs> use gift bags. so you don't yes. even need to put the wine. I'll in I'll put it. the tissue in it. <laughs> no wine bottle, just the tissue. I recycle bags. tissue in bags.
1: I'll have to. I'll have to look at that list. We'll link that below.
0: Yeah, it's and not then... very interesting, you guys. You won't get a lot out of it. But then it gave a good reminder that the fiftieth anniversary is gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frankincense mm-hmm. and myrrh, because <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> God always has to make a, a religious reference. <laughs> Not always, just today. because <laughs> It has to do with death and I killed a squirrel, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal and everyone at my company, The Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Okay, so last time we got together, Alexander was talking about her. What are they called? It's an e word. Her, it's not escapades. <laughs> yeah,
1: escapades. I don't even know what's happening right now with
0: um with the dating world. And she's experiences about- <laughs> so events. There's, a, there's another e word uh,
1: I'm looking for. Um, adventures. That's an a word. Adventure adventures. Um, but I'm oh with dating. Yes. Oh, barf. I want an update. I I'm back a, to vomiting. A- <laughs> Y'all can imagine me like not only with the throwing up emoji but the green one the green one is me right now
0: I want to know how things have been going with that and if been it went from
1: like bad to worse no, no no there was like one guy that we were messaging back and forth and he seemed promising and then that went downhill really quickly so it we're we're broken up we're broken oh. up yeah wait oh for reals not the guy the bumble yes. <laughs> Yeah, I just, you know, as much as I think about companionship and I was telling a friend because she was telling me she's like remarried and has been and it's like the love of her like cutest story ever, but she has known her husband since kindergarten mm-hmm. and they both went off, married different people, had their kids, both got divorced. And I think within a couple or few years of each other and always stayed in the close friend group and then just realized that they were meant to be together. But she was telling me her daughter was a teenager when she got divorced, and we were talking about it a little bit. And I was like, the companionship is nice, and like having someone to share things with. I still have times where I want to like turn and tell Sean about something that's funny, or like if I see a buddy do something, I it's like this urge to want to tell him. And so it's nice to have someone that you can share with. And then at the same time, I'm also like, or I'm good, (laughs) like. We're good. We have a good life and I'm trying to be better about having a balance so that we're not like enmeshed and that. Buddy and I are so tied together for everything. Like I want him to see me be able to go and do things on my own and he gets to do things with other people. But there's a part of me that's like, kind of like you were saying in our last episode, if the right person is coming along, then it's gonna be the appropriate time and I'll be in the appropriate place for it. But I don't necessarily need to search it out or try and like fabricate a way to meet that person. And not to say that like meetups, Anna and I are still going to look at some meetups and, yeah. and see what we can do. But it's not like you can't, you know, again, if you get the ping or the urge, you're like, oh, for some reason, I really feel like I should do this thing. That makes more sense versus being like, I have to find this person. So let me go look for them. Yeah, I just I mean, I showed Anna a couple pictures after last week's episode. And I was like, Anna, this guy, like this is his best picture to put forward. And he, he looked creepy, like really creepy. And so I was like, it was really
0: creepy. (laughs) Just if I was like going through TV shows as I am known to do, (laughs) and that was like the poster for the show, I'd be like, I cannot watch you. Like, it was just really interesting. As Alexander said to see what people choose to put as their best foot forward or Sometimes it feels like it's not their best foot forward because there was this other one and it had two dudes in it. And um, (laughs) this guy is like looking for women and it was a picture of like his head on one side and this a friend's head mm-hmm. like opposite. And that's all you saw were their heads. And I asked her, I'm like, which one is the dude? And she's like, I don't know. And then she went into the profile and then every single picture, this guy was just staring like <laughs> no smile. Like it didn't seem like there was any life to this person. Yeah. And I was like, what are you trying to attract by doing that? I don't understand. I I really don't understand. No, and I want to acknowledge that it takes courage to put yourself out there
1: and to put pictures together. And I think a lot of times we all are going, what do we put in these things? Like, I don't think anyone, maybe there are a few people out there who are like masters of online profiles. I heard something... other day on the radio about someone on TikTok who was saying, if you look at someone, I don't know if you heard this, but if you look at someone in the left eye for two seconds, look at their lips for one second and look at their right eye for two seconds. It's like the look of love or something. They're like, the other person will be totally enraptured with you. I don't know. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't know. But my point is like, it takes courage and not everyone knows what to do. And I think all of us in general are kind of floundering. Like, what do you even put on here? You get a very small space to try and hit the highlights about you to see if someone will match. So I want to acknowledge that it takes courage to do that and to put yourself out there. And also just to say, you know, who knows? I do this sometimes where I'm like, yeah, this isn't working. And then in two months, I'm like, I'm going to try it again. For
0: sure. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have definitely but, had that roller coaster of like, hate it. Interested in it. Hate it. OK, we'll give it another try. Hate it. Let's do this again. Let's just see what's out there. And it's like banging my head against a wall and, you know, someone being like, Can I hand you some aspirin? Because I'm expecting it to change and it's not. And I'm not trying to sound snobby or snooty or judgmental because that's not at all what I'm trying to portray. I just find it interesting because I know how much time I have spent or you have spent or friends have spent in like trying to pick good pictures and be very thoughtful about the answers to questions so that you have good matches and then it just all seems kind of random and you're like wait if I spent all this time and I put my best foot forward and then I'm seeing a lot of things that don't feel like they're someone else's best foot forward it's just an, an interesting concept but we don't have to belabor that point we did no. we it pretty well last time when when we got together yeah and talked to y'all so it's it's over <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. You know we'll have to dig into the meetups. You're right. And yeah. See. I'm back to my
1: British shows in Sudoku.
0: Hashtag try one. <laughs> what British shows are you watching? Well, I'm watching Vera. And right, it's the love.
1: yes. Our friend is making fun of me because she says pet and love a lot, which I've called buddy. I've used the nickname love for buddy forever with mm-hmm. him. Well, for even ever before for Vera. So there's that one, and it has the lead actresses, the mom from Pride and Prejudice. Oh. Yeah, so she's, she's really good. And then I was watching this Australian show about a cardiac surgeon who is just a little rowdy in his personal life, and so he ends up getting kind of kicked out of his practice for a while, and he's sent to his hometown, which is like this hometown in the middle of nowhere outside of Sydney, to be a doctor for... And that's uh, for a year. I should probably finish that sentence (laughs) for a while. And that's just kind of the funny stuff because sometimes like the murder mysteries, like I probably shouldn't watch this right before bed. Although, let me say this. It's interesting that you asked me about this and this was not planned for today. However, there is so much research that comes out about decreasing the amount of electronics you have in your bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I'm not there yet just because of my sleep issues. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I just... Like my mind is reeling so much and I'm trying to work on that. But how, like, what's your perspective on that? Like right now I have a TV in my room, but I don't use it. But I do have like the monitor so I can see what's happening with buddy. And then my alarm is on my phone and I'm like, how do people, do people who take electronics out, do they not use alarms? Do we use analog clocks? Like what are people, you still have to plug in an analog clock though, don't you? Mm-hmm. This is where my mind goes y'all. So I'm like, I How think- do we handle Because I put electrical tape on all the lights because I am sensitive to oh. lights, but I put electrical tape over anything that could have light. Oh, Yeah. My humidifier. You guys are getting a really
0: nice picture about my room. <laughs> I promise. It's not that bad. I think when they talk about technology rather than like an alarm clock, they're talking about the TVs and the laptops and watching shows and because I feel like maybe the research has indicated that you're keeping your mind going instead of trying to put it to sleep Mm -hmm. because there are lots of apps out there that like the calm app that has meditations Mm -hmm. and like that is recommended that you could listen to a meditation or watch like this video and listen to a meditation and that's using technology. And I know a number of people who do that and fall asleep. So I think it's a hodgepodge. I think for youth specifically, it's not recommended for them to have the technology, the TV Uh, shows or the computers or their phones in their rooms because it interrupts their sleep and they're just not sleeping enough as they should. And teenagers, my middle schoolers and high schoolers should be getting eight to 10 plus hours of sleep and they're just not because of the interrupted stuff and in video games like they get caught up playing video
1: games so I've had research because I went through this with the elementary school kiddos right because I'd have some students who'd come in and they'd say oh I didn't sleep very well I was watching YouTube videos and I'd be like how do you like where do you get a device Mm -hmm. for this And there is some research that talks about the dopamine spikes. And then I was asked to look at another student who can't read a book. He can read on a tablet or his Chromebook, Mm. but he has problems. And he tried saying it's the feel. He did have some true sensory stuff. Like it's very rare that I see someone who has true sensory stuff going on. But he did. And so I wasn't sure if it was like the feel of the page. But then also we did find out that he spends a lot of his afternoons Engaging with technology and video games. And so, part of what I was wondering is if he was more sensitive. So, he was going through dopamine withdrawals throughout school.
0: Yeah. They're definitely known to stimulate, right? Like video games, or if you're Mm -hmm. um, like even a good book, like when I'm in a good book and I love the story and Sometimes when I'm reading books and I am in that space, I can fall asleep really fast. But then sometimes when I'm in like a book and it keeps my brain stimulated and I want to know like what happens in the storyline or the next chapter then I could probably stay up till midnight one, two, just reading the book. And then I'm like, shoot, I need to get up in three, sure. four hours. So that's not amazing either. I think it just has to do with what is the medium and how is it affecting your brain at that time when you're supposed to be slowing down and putting, mm-hmm. putting things to rest. I, myself, personally, I didn't grow up with a TV in our rooms. Mm-hmm. And when I grew up as an adult, didn't have a TV in my room. I think it was at some point in during my marriage when we brought a laptop first into the bedroom because we didn't have a TV in our bedroom. But at some point, I think my ex-husband, it was during a period where he wasn't doing so well and he wasn't feeling well. And we're like, oh, we'll just watch TV and watch a show and that'll help us fall asleep and it did. And then I think that kind of stuck. It's so that when I got divorced, I still don't have a TV in my room, but I have a laptop or a Chromebook mm. in there. And so I am still watching my shows. And I generally don't have an issue falling asleep. Like I can put Murder, She Wrote on or Dateline <laughs> as we have talked <laughs> That's about. So weird. And I can still fall asleep to them. But then sometimes if there's a show... Like the other day I started listening to this podcast and I was really into this story and I was like, oh shoot, I better put this to rest because I'm really interested in this story and if I keep it on, I won't fall asleep. Whereas the day before, while I was listening to the podcast, I found the narrator's voice to be so soothing, I fell asleep and took a nap. So I think think it just all depends on what personally for me I have going on, what space Mm. I'm in, Did I take a nap earlier in the day and I'm just awake or I don't know. That's really interesting. I've done the meditation before bed. I do have
1: meditation music that I like, but I'm thinking like, like I said, I have a TV in there, but I don't use it. So I'm like, I probably should just get that out of there. But it's interesting too, because in my kitchen, when I have all lights off or if I have to come let the dog out Mm -hmm. between my thermostat, which is in the hallway into my kitchen, the microwave, the oven, <laughs> my my automatic vacuum, like you don't need to turn on a light. And that's where I'm like, right. it's not good for it. You know, it's interesting how we grew up and it wasn't a big deal, but now it's like it's everywhere. But I keep like, I do have a tablet and that there's a certain time where I put it onto the night, night vision, whatever that is. <laughs> Um, But my phone always is. I don't have my phone ever out of the night vision. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I keep, I, yeah, I keep that light pretty dim. I do find it interesting when we were in Wichita recently, Alexander and I were there, as we have told you guys, we were there for a church conference and we were doing a presentation and we were there with our friend Jennifer and we all shared a hotel room. And I think it was the first night we all went to bed and they had like blackout drapes and then it was like extra, extra dark in the room. And um, we all woke up in the morning and well, I don't even know if you were awake before then but I woke up and I felt, I was like, oh my gosh, it's maybe at six, maybe at seven. And we all looked at our phones and we got up around the same time and it was like dang near nine o'clock yeah. in the morning. <laughs> and we were like, oh my gosh, cause it's not like we went to bed super late, but we all must've been pretty tired. And also there was no light in that room and it was just, you know, no sunlight was getting through and we were able to sleep in mm-hmm. as much as we needed to that day. It was kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Also, just a side note about that hotel room. They have a footlight, like a motion footlight, that was attached to the side table, the bedside table, so that when I would get out of bed, it would light up the little walkway.
0: Yeah, that part. Was, I mean, it may be cool in a way because you're like, oh, it was you're, bright. You're not bumping into to the bed or your luggage or anything, but it also, yes, was very, very
1: bright. And the like mirror a- in the bathroom had a clock in it, which was kind of cool. That I thought was cool too. Yeah. But also very bright. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But we able to to sleep. (laughs) We able to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. I'm running out of time, but I do want to talk about the podcast and some of the shows I've been watching, but I'm going to save that for another day because it is time to wrap up and get you guys the STW joke of the day. Woohoo! Let's do it. Are you ready for this one? Yes. Okay. Why are Sundays only a little sad?
1: I don't, I'm like, I'm like, I can do this. I can do, no, I don't know.
0: I am chuckling um, here behind the microphone because the day before is a Saturday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. God. Okay. You're
0: so welcome, you guys. We love you so much. We hope you have enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe so that you know when episodes are dropping. Yes, share us. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, concerns. Happy July. We'll see you soon. Sugar sprinkling at the Russian sisters at gmail.com. Do you say happy spring? I said happy July. <laughs> happy July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy, you guys. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Russian Sisters. To connect with them, go to the Russian sisters.com. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. Or sexy. Catch Catch us on on the the Dean Dean Blundell Network Network Network. or on our YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts because Because democracy democracy is something something you do. Do, Did, Will, The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports.